Welcome to Card Slingers, coming to you coast to coast. Hi, I'm Jamie Elford from Portland, Oregon, representing the West Coast. I'm Melissa Sonova, speaking to you from the Midwest here in St. Louis. And I'm Hillary, the New Yorker. We're going to talk about what we like about the cards. And what we don't like. What we're learning. And what we're teaching. It's all about slinging them cards. <laughs> well, I was going to wait for Jamie to start us off, but I guess I'll start I us can. off. I can. It doesn't matter. I was sure. just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, everybody, we're back. And once again, our show is nuts um, scripted. So, <laughs> no, live not stu- and we kind of don't really have a live studio audience either, except for today, we have the lovely V with us once more. <gasps> yay, yay, V. Yay. Hi, so guys. <laughs> so... So how we're going to do any sort of like guest things while Alyssa is still recovering and managing her energy levels is that um, they're going to pick from our list. Much of it is from your questions that you have sent us via the email. And then they're going to throw us the topic back to discuss and talk about. So V has decided that Leonard Mon might be a good topic for us to do today because she is amazeballs at it. Um, I know that she's taught a lot of classes with about it and on it and Mm -hmm. pulls a lot of the tarot folk like both Hillary and I into the fold when it comes to Lettermond. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about what Lettermond is, um, our experiences, both positive and oh my God, scary, Mm -hmm. and maybe how and why it differs from tarot and and maybe even give suggestions on how do you want to use it. So... And how do you get, and how do you get out of your tarot brain yes, for it? That, yes. <laughs> That's the most important part of learning. And I, and I say Lenormand just cause I'm just, when we talk accents and whatnot, I'm just like Lenormand, like I'm Michigan. That's just how it goes. But <laughs> Lenormand and Lenormand, they're the same thing. So if you guys hear me say Lenormand, it's just cause I'm weird like that. So. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. I mean, like sometimes I'll just call it the Lenny deck just because oh. it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what, what, you know, if you put the accents or not, some people are like, it's a Lenny Ma or a uh-huh. you know, and yeah. I'm just like, I, okay, it's Lenny. <laughs> it's and I'm just going to neutralize it. I learned yeah. from, I learned how to speak from reading books. So, you know, I'm the <laughs> kind of person that was pronouncing faux pas, fox pox until I was like, I don't know, 25 years old. So <laughs> Leonard Mond or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. That's what I, we're talking about. <laughs> I call it the shit starter. Cause shit starter. that's what it is. Oh my God. I know like when you and I first met, you were telling me that it was the dirty 36 too. Yes. So, and I love that little introduction. I love calling it, so I love calling the Lenormand uh, the Dirty 36. Um, I always liken tarot and Lenormand to be sisters, um, where tarot is very esoteric. It's very, it has this like sense of reverence and, you know, just this, this high energy, this very peaceful um, feel to it. Uh, where it could be like, you know, the big sister wearing like the poodle skirt and going to the diner and having milkshakes with their boyfriend and really chast <laughs> in a lot of ways. Whereas Lenormand is kind of like Rizzo from Greece. <laughs> nice. I'm loving this comparison. What is it like? Who was it in the, um, who's the goody two shoes besides, you know, Sandy or whatever on um, um, Patty, oh. Patty Simcox? Yes. So it's like the it, difference yeah. between Patty Simcox and Rizzo, exactly. basically. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. So all, just, you, all you had is you pegged me with, you know, the milkshake slash malt in, in the thing. And I'm just like, that's malts are my thing. <laughs> yes. And there, and there it is. Yes. But Lenormand is like the little sister, like no holds barred, leather jacket, like kissing her boyfriend beneath the bleachers, just like full on direct in your face, mm. you know? So Tara was like, you can kind of tell a story with it and get flowery and really kind of, you know, bring up all this good stuff. Not to say that Lenormand does it, but Lenormand is like, look, he's cheating with the girl at the office run fast. Like it's, it's literally yeah. like that point blank. <laughs> oh, oh yes. <laughs> you know? Um, so that's how I, why I kind of termed it the dirty 36 because it gets the down and dirty. It's just, it'll tell you flat out what you're asking. Um, and if you're not here for the answers, so don't ask it because it'll give you the answer. So, um, but no, I've, I've learned to come to love 
both of them. It took me a while to be able to read with both of them and become what I like to call a divilingual, you know, jumping back between <laughs> so good. between tarot and Lenormand, because like I said, tarot being very esoteric um, and Lenormand being very direct, you have to learn how to kind of play and mesh those together when reading them together. Um, but it took me probably about four years to learn Lenormand and feel like I had a handle on it. Um, because coming from starting from tarot, we have a very tarot brain. It's just, this is what we know. This is how we read the cards. And Lenormand is just like, yeah, no, scratch all that. You don't, you, we do use our intuition in reading Lenormand, but it really is very direct. There is one symbol per card and it's just a bunch of keywords that you just string mm-hmm. together and really just make a sentence. Whereas Lenormand, I mean, as Tarot, you can pick up a card and say, oh, the Queen of Swords. And we could describe everything that's going on in the card. And it can mean something different to everybody else. Lenormand is like the bear. Okay, we're either talking about somebody's mom. We're talking about somebody's investments. We're talking about somebody's weight. Or we're talking about strength and control. Like literally, those are pretty much like the four or five keywords for just that one card. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. thing that got me about mm-hmm. it all, where... Um, I love uh, Shiro McKetty's work. You know, Legacy mm-hmm. of Divine is a fantastic, one of my favorite decks. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And then he made his own Littermon. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, why not get the companion, so to speak? Mm-hmm. And I got that deck. And my tarot brain goes everywhere because his paintings are, again, very and, yes. you know, fluid and fan- fantastical. fantastical. And, mm-hmm. and I went, okay, on the house card, there's a butter, or I can't remember which one because I ended up giving it away. Um, but, um, on the house card, let's say there's a butterfly. My mind mm-hmm. wants to jump to that butterfly and I exactly. can't do it. So I ended up having to make a black or white deck for me because, mm-hmm. you know, with just that symbol on it with the mm-hmm. name or and, the, or just the name, because yeah, that's another thing, you know, like bear and mm-hmm. you literally have the word bear, yeah. um, mountain tower, mm-hmm. yes. sun, moon, you know, mm-hmm. like, and it is, and, and that like, I think you're you're speaking very much to like you can get a lot of information out of a, a one one card of the tarot. Oh, definitely. But for Leonard, but for Leonard Mons, you cannot do that mm-hmm. with one card of the Leonard Mons because you need more than one card to be able to speak the full sentence. Like exactly. Okay, mice. If that's the only card, you need another card to know where the disturbance is or what's exactly. being eaten away. Right. Yes. We're exactly. all cute critters. Yes, because that's where my mind wants to go. No, no, no. I know, no, no, no. I know, but yeah, (laughs) it's 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 so hard because it is a different vocabulary. It's a different Mm -hmm. language. Yeah, and I know like UV, and I also know that Donna Lay um, Mm -hmm. also created these wonderful little exercises that talk about that vocabulary and like the sentence structure of maybe a two card pairing or a three card pairing or a five card pairing into Mm -hmm. you know translating the two and that's I think some of that's helped me I mean because I'm a writer you know oh it's like another language instead of learning tarot as an English the slut that you know eats every fucking you know (laughs) esoteric into it we have Lenormand which is like maybe pure French or pure Spanish or something and then Uh you learn all that stuff all over again Mm-hmm. Right. And we're going to definitely have a bunch of resources in the show notes because there are so many great Leonard Mons teachers. Yes. Um, also, in, we're all, including V in this. Yes. Um, but you. like, um, I remember um, taking a course from Melissa, Melissa Joe, Joe Hill, um, who had the sassy Sybil for a while. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she had a really great Leonard Mond course that I took that I was just like, Oh, okay. I get it now. It can't be this. It has to be this. Uh It's like, it's like the difference between nouns and verbs and adjectives and like stringing those together to make that sentence. Um, of course, Rana George, of course, and and her essential Lenormand really, really fantastic. So, I mean, there's, there's so many ways you can learn Lenormand, um, but much in the same way as learning tarot, many of us have learned tarot from books, but sometimes there is no substitute Mm -hmm. (laughs) when talking about these systems, because those practical aspects or like having that experience Mm -hmm. um of which we're gonna get to um really solidifies the lessons and how Lenormand is different than the tarot Mm -hmm. and that it has its place as well it's just like oh if you want motivations you want the tarot if you want like 
you know, is, is the sex going to be good? You want you the want, Ron's. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, used to, I used to do, like, I started learning in a Facebook group. As a matter of fact, I think this is where I met you, Hillary, yes, in a Facebook yeah. group mm-hmm. um, with learning Lenormand. And I, for a long time, it was just, I love to just do trashy readings with Lenormand because it was, it was down and dirty and it got to the point. Will the sex be good? If it turns out trash, I'm not interested. You know, it was just. <laughs> now we know how trash. she found her husband. Hmm. There you, it was a good reading. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> but it, it was because it was like I said, well, I don't feel comfortable. And maybe it's just me bringing that kind of trash, so to speak, mm-hmm. to tarot. You know, tarot is going to tell me about, you know, living happily ever after and the long term of love. Lenormand is just like, okay, well, what's this one night stand looking like? Like, <laughs> Lenormand right. is like, Let's what do I need to know right now? Second at a time. Yeah. <laughs> right. And um, can V, can you talk a little bit about like going back to the question? Because I, I always yes. know that that's like re- a really big emphasis because like tarot sometimes will like guide us. And sometimes mm-hmm. like, and all of us are t- tarot readers as well um, in this conversation. So it's just like, you're sitting down with a client and the client's just like, I want to talk about my love life. And I'm just like, okay, well, the tarot is bringing up the fact that you need to focus on your finances right now. Cause mm-hmm. like all of this stuff is coming up. Like the King of Pentacles is coming up. Uh, the five of Pentacles is coming up. It's just like, well, it's just like, okay, well, I need to guide you in a different way here because the tarot is bringing up something different. Right. Lenormand is not like that. Can you explain? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so the question for Lenny is so important because there are specific keywords, you know, and keeping the context of the sen- of the question is what's really going to help you to read the sentence. So if you are asking a question about love now in your brain, really what you want to do is think about how a love word or a relationship word that can go with every card that is put down. So that way your whole reading is about relationship or about love, you know? So if the bear comes out in a love reading, you know, I'm not necessarily going to think about money. You know, I'm not going to think about, you know, nutrition, you know, as the bear can be, I'm going to think about the strength of the relationship, you know, depending on if a person shows up next to this bear, we can talk about, you know, someone be, being controlling in the relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it could describe a person, you know, if you have, if you're, you know, dating a guy and he's just a bigger guy, he could kind of be like that grizzly bear or that teddy bear type of uh, st- body structure. But it's all about sticking with the context of the question in order to get a very clear answer. People that are reading Lenormand and they're just getting into it, it's like they let their mind stray too far away from the question and trying to read the cards. And they're just like overwhelmed. and like, okay, it's too much. I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. You've taken it too far beyond just the direct question. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people what I'm teaching, come back to the question. That's all you're answering. It's not a tangential thing. Like tarot can be very tangential. It's like, okay, we're talking about love. Money is showing up, but there's a tie between your money and your love. So money had to come up first in order for the love to show up. Mm. Lenormand is not like that. I think one of my problems with it is trying to figure out how do you make a a good reading? I mean, I know that in future, we're going to show how we do some tarot readings and talk about like, you know, if you're a a hobbyist or a part-time or even a professional reader, how would you structure a, you know, one of your readings for people? Is it time-based or is it answer-based? Um, for, so in working with Lenormand, I, I usually use it as my opener. Especially if people say that they have, they want a general reading. They don't have anything specific that they want to get into. So I'll either start with the line of five or I'll do a a box three by three. And then whatever my focus is, I'll start there, you know, and then I'll kind of read about what that line says or what the box is saying. And then my querent or my client will kind of come in with conversation like, okay, now we have a starting point and then I'll switch to tarot to go deeper into that focus. Gotcha. Mm. So I like this. So you do blended readings these days. Yes. Yes. Um, if I'm looking for, if I'm doing a tarot reading and somebody like wants some definitive information about someone, something, then I'll pull out the Lenormand, and then I'll just do definitive on, okay, you want to know about this job? Does it look like a possibility of you getting it? 
boom, 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 boom. And then we just read that line, you know? Mm. Um, so I, I love to blend the two of them. Like I said, for me, Lenny opens the reading. I was like, I, I don't know what I want to talk about. I just want to, I just want to see what you, I just want to know what you see. Don't you love that? I just want to know what you see. <laughs> it so depends because it, it can, it, it can be, it can be the, like the greatest way to uh-huh. open a reading and the worst way to open a reading. Both, yes. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I love reading that just to see, let's see what's going on. But again, if you get the skeptic at the table, it's that total dance monkey fucking dance thing. Exactly. Nobody oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, so when it comes with time or it, for me, it's just, they kind of flow together and we get to the, to the meat one way or the other. Um, I don't think that I've ever done, well, not in recent years, it's just strict Lenormand. I use it as an aid or I'll use it with, you know, Oracle and Tarot. Um, when I was first learning in the beginning, I would just do just Lenormand by itself, just to get the hang of it, just to get my feet wet in it. Um, but now I, I really like to marry everything together. Mm. Now, do you um, use Lenormand as a clarifier when you're doing tarot readings? And um, instead of like pulling a card, like one card for tarot to clarify, pulling like a three card or box to clarify parts of a tarot reading? Or do you find more like depending on the question? It's just like, mm, I think the, I think Lenny is better for that question. Let's go to the Lenny. Yes, I feel like um, when when they want to know, I interviewed for this job, am I going to get it? That's a very direct question. So I'm going to immediately pick up Lenormand for that direct answer. You know, but if they're saying, you know, I'm thinking about interviewing for some jobs. What does that look like? There's this job, there's this job and this job. Then I'll kind of break out tarot and then read what I see and then kind of go over the top of that. So clarifying it, yes. Going over the top of that with each of those instances of where they might want to interview to give more insight on if this will be good, if that would be that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think we did this yet, but can you just describe what Lenormand is for people before we get even <laughs> further ahead of ourselves? Yes. <laughs> so, um, it is uh, basically a 36 card deck. Usually they're bridge size um, and it's used for fortune telling, honestly, you know, to kind of predict this is the deck that you would use if you were wanting to predict. Um and when it comes to history, I'm not a big history buff on where it came from. I'm just like, how do I use it now? But <laughs> I just know that it was <laughs> um, Marie Lenormand herself. She started reading, you know, with this deck. And after she passed, they kind of named it after her for, you know, this is what she did and sold, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but basically a 36 card deck, each card has one symbol on it. And each symbol has a handful of keywords um, that correlate to each card. Um, You can do a two-card reading, a three-card reading, five. Some people go up to seven, um, a box, which is nine, three by three, and then the grand tableau, which is the full 36 cards. Um, And you basically read them like a sentence (laughs) where the second card modifies the first. Um, Mm. So kind of like in... Spanish, I guess you would say were, you know, um, a car and red, you know, the second card is the adjective and it right. describes the first yeah. card. Mm. And so you kind of just like piggyback, so to speak, in the <laughs> as you're reading. So the um, order, so the order is very important if you're doing a line. Yeah. Yes. The order is important. Um, nobody, well, I can't say nobody, but we usually do not read reverse cards in the Norman. It's all upright. So you don't have to worry about <laughs> thinking, reading reversals. <laughs> I'm thinking about the one person I know that does read, read does Leonard really? Mond reversals. I was yeah. going to say, I didn't, I don't Mike know Hernandez. He does oh. it proudly. Yeah. Wow. Mike. Okay. Mike, okay. you need to yeah. teach a class on that because I've never heard that either. I'm, I'm with you. Yes. going like, nobody reads I'm reversed. Just like, and I'm just like, what? What, of course, what are you doing, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that Mike is one of our 14 listeners at I this point so. or something. And you know, know. he can let us all know. Maybe he will join <laughs> on and tell us. Yeah. But it's yeah. but it's it's so it is it is its own standalone system, different yes. to the tarot, different to an oracle card yes. um deck. So it's just like oracle cards are a little bit more loosey-goosey, yes. where you know, whoever it is that created the oracle deck ha- um creates its structure, creates its its sense. 
ends, basically. Correct. But for Lenormand, it is its own divination it's, system, it's same own. as the tarot, yep. um, but it has its own stuff. So instead of the 78 cards of the tarot deck, you're talking about 36 cards yes. of the Lenormand. And so... And- it's it, and different versions can be yes. out there too, much like the tarot. But it's if it's a Leonard Bond, it is mm-hmm. this. It is thirty six cards, and it is these thirty six cards in this order, right? There is a caveat with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like everything, everybody's got to add extra cards. And exactly. Yes. Cheryl yes. Marchetti is actually one mm-hmm. that has like a deluxe version. So the original has just 36 cards. There is no hierarchy like tarot. There are no suits. There are no, there's no court, anything like that. No majors. It's just one through 36. But deck creators now are making an extended version that is kind of bringing an oracle feel into mm-hmm. Lenormand. Right. I know that some are bringing in either like other, either people of color for man, woman, or person, yes. person. They're adding all the different variants. Which because, I love. Yeah, I love that too. Either mm-hmm. for, you know, people of color or for uh, LGBTQ, you know, for yes. especially now we're heading into Pride. Having or, two, out of pride having two yes. women, having yes. two men. Two men. Yes. Or even yeah. just like, a you know, like a, just a subject in an interest card. I've seen some of that where you kind of remove the binary of gender out, which I'm okay. kind of like, that's neat. I love one of the, it. Yeah, one of the decks I have even puts in or has a companion Zodiac. So you get all 12 of the Zodiac. Oh, wow. And I know that okay. sometimes they do this because I think 40 or 42 cards is what p- fits on a standard size page when you get it from the printers. So some places mm-hmm. uh, will slap more cards in oh, just to get a full sheet worth mm. of material rather than wasting stuff. Right. And sometimes, and sometimes it's not even about getting extra cards. Sometimes there are variations as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, for example, I know um, one of the first Leonard Mondex um, that I got was Kendra Hertel's um, Vintage Petite um, Leonard Mond. And she had like maybe two or even three versions of um, the man or the woman card mm-hmm. or, or the, um, the letter card. Um, and so that you kind of pick and choose like, yes. Oh, well, I like, like, I like this yep. representation yes. representation of the letter instead of this one, but then mm-hmm. you would take that out of the deck. So you're not right. going with like, more you're than, not like yeah. stacking more. the deck with more letter cards. <laughs> of course. Yeah. My terror, like yeah. The tarot brain in me is like, you know, what happens if you tried to do a t- grand tableau more, than 36 but that's again another subject for another day but well, you can be because you can you can use those extra cards as clarifiers and throwing them sure. on top of the grand tableau um but like uh black in the moon do you guys follow black in the moon mm, um, i do not yet oh she, Jamie, you need to <laughs> oh yeah she has i got her um her oracle that's the first 36 are lenormand and i think it's probably 30 or 40 more cards that are the Oracle that go along with it. Um, so pretty dope, pretty dope. There's all about skulls and the whole show. She did the antique, the antique anatomy. Um, that sounds cool. I'm going to yeah. have to look up that at least. Bones and potions and the whole nine. So, um, but so yeah, so reading. So if we had like a three card reading mm-hmm. um, for me, like the center would be the focus for me. Um, that's what this reading is about. This is what I'm focusing in on. But then reading cards one and two, that second card modifies the first and then your outcome is kind of that third card. Mm. So that's kind of like your sentence, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And then you just, as you add more cards on, it just gets a little more. That's when you start adding the adjectives, the adverbs (laughs) and all the rest of the, you know, parts of speech. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, um, can you, can you describe a little bit about the grand tableau, which is like super, super fascinating to me. And like, like yes. what the hell, like, I mean, I, I, I think for those who are tarot brained, they, they might mm-hmm. think that the concept of the grand tableau is like insane because it's the yeah. entirety of the Leonard Mons. Um, mm-hmm. But remember there have been tarot, like I, in high school, or not high school, college, I tried a 78 card deck, never fin- finished it, but I, I, yeah. I, 78 card wow. spread or yeah, reading? Spread, sorry. Yeah. 78 yeah. card reading where it was like one of those ones that are like, you can only perform this one and time on your entire year. And it's, and it's not like, because it's esoteric, it's because holy fuck, it takes A, a lot of four space, and two, (laughs) once you get all the cards done, you have to do two rows of, you know, positional meanings, and then you start, you know, relating back to each other. Yeah, that never happened. 
now. Yeah. I, but I mean, I can't remember you, where that came if from. You, it's a thesis. It yeah, is. It if is. You it's ask, insane. If you ask Rachel Pollock, she will do, um, she will read all 78 cards of uh, the tarot in five minutes. I think like she's, done, yeah. we've timed her before in different. Oh my God. Or she's just like, and it's just so fast because you have to do it quickly. So it's just like, okay, well, King of Pentacles, you're going to have money. Um, the tower, but you're going to lose it. The, this, yeah. The, and then, yeah, yeah. But that's crazy more storytelling. That's, but more, that's story more storytelling. Telling. And it's like kind of getting out of good. your own way. So yeah, yeah but that like ask, ask her to do it sometime and maybe you'll, 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 watch it like people were like standing up on chairs to like record like what what was coming out and everything so yeah but um yeah just tell us a little bit about the grand tableau and like when it would be used like when would a grand tableau be necessary to be used so the grand tableau is when all 36 cards are thrown um and a lot of people get intimidated by it because they're just like oh my god it's all of everything now but it really is chunked you know, it's like, if you can read three cards, if you can read an, a, a, if you can read three cards, you can read a grand tableau. Okay. Um, it's, it can be a one-stop shop type of reading where if a client comes in and they're just like, okay, I just want to know how, you know, my next three months are going to go. You start to shuffle and your intention is show me the next three months. That's all you're asking. You throw everything out on the table and then you look for your significator cards. The person, if the the person's a woman, you know, you look for the woman and you look at the things going on around this woman and you can say, this is what's going on the next three months. She wants to know about her money. You find the fish, you read around the fish. You know, if you want to know about, you know, if she's going to be in a relationship, you can read around the heart. You can read around the man or the woman, depending on if she's in a relationship or looking for a relationship. Um, If she's looking at talking about her health, you find the tree, you read around the tree. So it really is if you kind of take away, oh my half, oh my gosh, I have to read all of this as we would a tarot reading when we see all the cards on the table and really just kind of say, okay, well, what are my sections that I'm reading about? Then it's not as overwhelming because mm-hmm. then you're just picking yeah. out sections to read and saying, okay, I just want to know about this right here. I'm looking at this and I want to look about this right here. And then it's you can look and see where they connect. Exactly. Right. It's the focal points. The way I, the at. way I, I kind of learned like the quote unquote moves, it's almost mm-hmm. like chess in a way where there are some kind of like, you know, if you go one, two over, there's yep. your knight and there is a knighty. Yeah. You can knight in the mm-hmm. Edermon, but it's all like a series of funky moves or mini readings yes. within this great 36 card thing, which is just, you know, phenomenally cool and uh-huh. hella fucking scary sometimes because as oh, yeah. you said you know v it's it's like rizzo's giving you the goddamn details and they all come Direct. fucking true and then you're like okay i'm gonna go put you in the iron box put a little lock <laughs> on it put the self circle <laughs> around it and never play with the demon deck again i mean yeah I, that's that's the thing about me is i love Lenormand, but i only i'm at that point where i yeah. I use it for myself only right now because I still don't feel like I've got a good enough reading or I don't want to, you know, blatantly be like, you know, bitching at people and what they need to do. But I use Uh it at those really key big moments. Like, yeah. You know, last year my cat passed away, and at at a uh, um, Newt's, the Northwest Terror Symposium, before it all shut down for COVID, mm. I was doing a lot of kitty readings, or you know, should I, should not, and I knew that Leonard Mon would just be like, "Shut up, Jamie. You you know, you already know what you need to do. Do yeah. it, and if you do it, this here's what will happen." Mm-hmm. And it all, mm-hmm. you know, it did come to pass, and it was yeah. just, yeah, it's it's amazing how we do this stuff. It's. I, I I absolutely love it um, because I've gotten to the point now where if I throw, you know, a line of five, which is like my favorite, um, instead of looking at each individual card, it's like my brain kind of zooms out and then I can like see the whole thing together. And then it's like, okay, I have the answer. So now I go back in so then I can decipher it. It's a weird thing my brain does <laughs> when, when reading Lenormand. It's like I put it down, I'm like, oh, Okay, because I, I, well, normally you can tell a tone. There's a feel for what comes up. You know, if you get like the sun and the stars and the heart and the bouquet, you're like, oh, this is good shit. Okay, great. I don't care what we're talking about. This means it's going to be great. You have things that come up like the mice and the scythe and the coffin. You're just like, doom, doom, doom. <laughs> so it's like you can immediately get tone from it and then figure out, you know, is this positive or is it negative? And then kind of read it into it from there as well. 
It sounds like that comes with practice over time, you know, of yes. playing with it regularly and asking either mm-hmm. both weird and strange questions and yes. like the bigger questions. Like, you know, I know like for me, sometimes I either like to have another person present when I'm studying or somebody more knowledgeable just to be like the, did I get it right teacher or something? Mm-hmm. But for you, how did, do you just constantly play with this stuff even when you're not technically reading? So this is why, yes. And when I teach it and I tell people all the time, divination is a powerful tool, but it does not mean that we cannot play with it. Mm. You know, we learned when we were younger, we learned by playing, you know? So one of my favorite, a couple of my favorite things to do is I will go get a rag mag, you know, a people magazine, okay. Magazine star. And then I'll just read a headline of something, but then I'll throw cards on it. And then I'll, before I even read what it's about, just to see if I can, quiz myself to know what's actually inside the article. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not hurting anybody, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just trying to see what I know. And if this thing is, this is adding up, it also helps me to define more keywords or different keywords, you know? So for like Fox, um, I had a reading and a Fox can mean a red haired male or red haired individual. And when I was doing the reading of my rag mag, it was something somebody had red hair and the Fox came up and I'm like, Oh, okay. That's a connection. You know, so some people hold off from tarot readings and Lenormand readings because they think that they have to do it and it has to be perfect. It has to be right. And until you feel that way, you don't step into that ground. But nobody says that you can't play. Turn on a movie that you've never seen. Take your cards out and try to guess the ending. Try to guess who done it. You know, try to guess some of the, 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 the storyline and look at your cards and see how they add up. You know, mm-hmm. people forget that part is that you can play. Right. Yeah, and so, that's, so, these are great tips too, not only for Lenormand, but any kind of divination exactly. system, tarot, mm-hmm. yeah. teaching, anything that you're trying to learn how to do. Because like, I, I think a lot of people have this sense of, well, if I can't do it perfectly right away, then I'm not going to do it. And it's just like, well, how, Mm -hmm. like, I'm sorry, most people are going to make mistakes while they're learning. That is a Mm -hmm. part of the learning process. So if you're going to immediately have that attitude before even starting, then you're never going to start. Well, Mm -hmm. and some people forget, you know, that it's, it's a gift. It's, it's like, you know, we're not all born with it. It can be learned, you know, yes. everybody is born with intuition. Everybody is born with a, um, a psychic sense, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it is a muscle that needs to be developed. So it's not just your divine path to learn a, a divinatory right. tool. It's, you got to play with it. You got to learn it. Yeah. And we train, we train, train. Yes, (laughs) you know, otherwise we wouldn't be able to charge if we're not training ourselves Mm -hmm. to, to work with these tools. And that's all that these tools actually are. They are tools to help get us in touch with our intuition or make sense of our intuition or our intuitive hits. Really. Definitely. And I, and I, I honestly, I praise the Facebook groups when I started. Um, and some now, sometimes they get a little over the top, but it was just a, a bevy of people that were just wanting to answer, have questions answered. So you can practice, you know, with various people and just keep an eye on that post to see how it ends up, you know? And it was just a constant, like every day it was like, okay, or you can open yourself up and say, okay, I'm going to take five readings, put your questions here. And then you close it off and then you practice with those five, you know, and it doesn't have to be perfect, but it's like, I'm here, I'm practicing and I need some things to practice with, you know, be mm-hmm. open about mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, and that, we've said that, we've said that before yeah. in past episodes where it's just like, be, be clear, yeah. be transparent about mm-hmm. what you're doing or what, whether you're learning or whether you need guinea pigs, you know, and, yes. and, you know, even if you're on book still, like be very clear that you're mm-hmm. on book still and this you're practicing it, yep. you know. One of the other fun things that Lenormand has to offer is the fact, since it's only one symbol, it's pretty easy to make your own deck. Like we were talking oh. about earlier right now, you know, you can just write the name down, so write accessible. the word down mm-hmm. or, yeah. you know, write the, you know, for me, it's the shitty, you know, stick figure, you know, deck, but boom, yeah. 36 index cards and you have a working deck that you begin yes. to play with before you decide to head out and buy the masterpieces of Shiro or somebody else and then go, mm-hmm. Ooh, this is kind of overwhelming. My tarot brain's creeping in. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I feel like there is a lot of, um, um, flack 
that that started to happen with the more um, intricate Lenormand's decks that were coming out where like there are some people that are purists and are just mm-hmm. like no it can't be like this and no the clouds the uh-huh. clouds have to be pure white and fluffy yeah. or you're not reading you're not reading the clouds for where the shadows are or whatever and it's just like okay like people people are getting a little bit crazy yeah. you know like I think that's a more of a you problem than the creator's problem yes <laughs> and, and I want to add that you know and everybody there is a general school of thought of reading the Norman and the the keywords and everything else, but mm-hmm. everybody has their own way of reading it. The thing is, is you train your deck as you use it. So the more that you use it, you train it with those keywords that you have memorized, those keywords that mean something to you. So those, so it, it works with you as you're reading it. You know, you can talk to other people and say, no, like the the lilies, for example, I never use lilies to mean sexuality. Some people do. I just don't. That's just not something that comes out of my mouth when the lilies comes up, you know, Um, but it is a keyword. But for me, like sexuality, anything that's dealing with sex is going to be my whip card. But I, I have ask. trained, yeah. <laughs> I, have, I, I have trained my deck to know if I'm talking about sex or anything sexual related, that whip is what's mm-hmm. gonna come out and not the lilies. Oh, and there found it right there in my deck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the right idea there. of partnering up with your deck and mm-hmm. telling, you know, and letting it know, like, hey, in my, you know, especially if it's a new deck, in my world, whip, you're sexy. You are yes. everything sexy, sexy. You're not this other thing, you know, sorry, yeah. Lilies, but you know, you're this. Yeah. Because then that also reinforces you in your mind whenever you pick up that card, you've got it. Yes. And then you can go from deck to deck too. And it doesn't yes. freaking matter because you've already got that in yep. your mind. This is how you read Leonard Mond yep. and you don't switch. That part. Yes. People right? like to try to flip flop and switch and then they get confused mm-hmm. and stick with whatever keywords that you decide. I tell when I'm teaching, I'm like, pick five keywords for each card. Stick with those five keywords, period. Until you feel comfortable. And then when you're reading, you're like, okay, I got it. Then you can begin to add more, but you only need about five to get started and to feel like you got this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? It, I like that. So, yeah. Um, I, I was going to ask you about activating cards. If we, and then mm-hmm. what, what, what is that concept used for? Um, so let me make sure that we're talking about the same thing. Activating is when you, um, take a card and say, okay, this is what this is going to mean. We put it in the deck, we shuffle it. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so for example, if I wanted to know a question about my money, I'm going to look for my money card, which is the fish. If I'm looking at big money investments or, you know, that um, investments, I would use the bear long-term money for retirement. I would use the lilies. So once again, it's just depending on what you're looking at, but I want to look at my, um, uh, my money. So I'm p- pick out fish. Fish is going to be my thing. Put it in my deck and I'm going to shuffle it. When I'm going through my deck, I'm going to look for that fish and a card on either side of the fish. That is my charged card. So now I have a beginning and an ending. And that will be my reading if I do three cards. If I'm doing five, it'll be two in front of the fish, two after the fish. But that fish is my focus. That is the card that I charged. When I'm doing a grand to blow, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to charge this reading, so to speak, for a time frame, three months, a year, whatever. If I have a man in my life, I'm going to say, okay, the man is going to be my husband. The book is going to be this project that I'm working on. Um, the tower is going to be the company that I work for. So you start to, you, you tell the deck what you're looking for, what you're charging it with before you throw. And then that way, when you go to read it, you know exactly what you're looking for. I didn't realize you can do multiple activations or multiple activated cards at the same time. That so that's idea. pretty awesome. Oh, I yeah. did not know that. I throw a grant to blow every first. So I did mine this morning, every first of the month for the whole month. And I just kind of, I want to know about my relationship. I want to know about this project that I'm doing. I want to know about my money um, and my health. Those are the big four for me for this month. And then I just threw it and read all those things and say, okay, let's see what goes on. 
Mm-hmm. Thank you for clarifying that. Cause that's mm-hmm. super awesome. Like, th- like there's so much you can do with Leonard Mond and it's like super fascinating to me because it's just like, Oh my God, you can yeah. do so many things. <laughs> there with is it. So much. And there are so many good resources and so many good links. I think yes. this is a good place to kind of wrap up a hearty and hefty beginner filled introduction to that shit starter tech I love yes that. I'm stealing it because it is kind of the shit starter isn't it, it? is it is but I wanted can we can we talk about a few like personal examples on when sure. Leonard Mond like okay. read you yeah. the filth and you're just like like because I know like Jamie's already having mm-hmm. that reaction like iron or lead box with salt mm-hmm. around it or whatever um so I would love to to hear some examples about like the time that Leonard Mond like really like what? <laughs> so, so I would say I did a grand to blow in May. Um, and, um, this was May of last year and something reading it. And it was just like, uh, my company. And then there was the scythe and then there was something with the garden and clouds. And I'm like, okay, what is all of this meaning? So, the garden part had to do with me getting married. And there was a lot of uncertainty because we was in the middle of COVID. You know, do we get married? Do we have this big thing with the garden or do we not, you know? But then coming down to the company and the scythe, um, I was laid off the beginning of April. They called me back to work and right before I got married in May. And then I actually told them, no, I'm not coming back. So I didn't know this until it actually happened. So me throwing it at the beginning of May and like, I'm not sure what this means, but I'm just going to hold on to it coming to fruition. And it's just like, oh, I get to cut my job. I don't have to go back. That's what that meant, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely one or two instances where it read and I was just like, okay, this is what this means. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, back in the days when I was single and just going on dates and um, one of the guys that I was interested in, and it just basically read all about him and how this was going nowhere. And it was just interesting <laughs> to see, you know? <laughs> it was just interesting to see and and to see how it played out. But at least I knew going in, it wasn't a serious thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like very much about like knowing what you're getting into and exactly. like being aware of that. It's yes. just like, oh, okay, this is, this is like a temporary kind of situation. So I'm going to have fun right now and I'm not exactly. going to worry about the long term because it's not meant to be long term that part yep yeah yeah so um but yeah those are those are the kind of the ones that kind of stand out I mean I'm always getting read by Lenormand like every day I pull it out and it's just like bitch get your shit together like literally that's (laughs) that's usually how it ends like (laughs) I could have told you that anyway yeah my plan for the day was to get my shit together exactly That's, that's how that's that's when I break it out the box. It's like, oh, we're here again for the same fucking message. Great. Um, so it just, you know, we just we just roll with the punches. <laughs> you change up the decks, yo. You're in, it's like dice jail for you know D and D players. You know, you're you're going into Lenormand jail. I'm gonna break out the next deck. Maybe they'll be nice for me. But but they but won't. they won't. They won't. Yeah, <laughs> because they it's won't. still Lenormand. No, you know, it's like tag yeah. yeah, like whoop, there it is. Yeah. Um, Jamie, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, do you have any specific examples of Lenormand? Well, I do kind of like last year, right before, um, you know, again, uh, with COVID and everything, like Reader Studio, how we were all not sure if we were going to go. And I did a, a nine square with that. Um, um, my friend Marie Bento, who also creates cool Lenormand decks and stuff, you know, um, she was going to be my roommate. This was going to be her first time at Reader's. She was super excited oh. and super fucking nervous about COVID, like we all were. And she's like, I'm too nervous to pull anything. Can you? And I'm like, okay, I'll do a letter on reading, even though I'm nervous and scared. And I did it. And I said, I don't think we're going to go. I, it's kind of telling me no. It's, it's, but there, you know, I think it was book was in there or letter, the one that's the message card. You know, there was, letter. You know, it, yeah, letter basically was in there. And I was like, they're going to tell us. They, they're going to, I mean, even though they had just told us, you know, kind of leaving it up in the air, do you guys want to go? Do you not? And I'm like, no, yeah. there's going to be a clear, there's going to be a clear there's message. A message. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And yeah, sure yeah. enough, as we were talking, I got an email that said, no, we're shutting it down. 
So, <laughs> like yeah. literally, as you when you guys were talking, you got yeah. The as we were talking on the phone, you know, I'm I'm love it. My, yeah, I moved from my sofa where I did the reading to my computer, and I refreshed my inbox, and Ruthann and Wald said, "No, we've decided. No, we can't risk it." And they did the the hard and right decision, you know, to shut it down for that year. And we will, you know, it will come back, you know. Because oh yeah. There's. Oh yeah. 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 When it's ready, when it's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Hillary? Um, well, there's the, there's a couple of them. Like you can do Lindermond for like so many things. Like I know that um, I've used like I'm not so good at it. Like I, I I've been spending like six years with it, and I'm still nowhere near uh, divilingual, as he said. Um, I have to get term. I have to get out of my tarot brain a lot to be able to use it. Um, but like I've worked with other people to be like, okay, I'm gonna activate um, a card because like, I've lost something, you know? So like, um, I think I had lost a piece of jewelry and it, because it was like a necklace, I activated the snake because I was just like, cause it looked like that. It had that length to it or whatever. Um, and then I did the two cards, two cards before two cards after. Um, and like, I found it right away. Like, it was just like, I think it was like coffin. So it's just like, clearly it's in a box. It's an enclosed Mm -hmm. space. It's this. Um, so I really like when Lenormand is very like literal, Yes, you know, like it's like coffin, it's literally in an enclosed space. So like, Mm -hmm. where the fuck did you put it? And then I think I got letter as well. Um, letter and book. So I was just like, okay, I think it's in a box near where I have like my stationery or where I have my office supplies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, like, that's exactly where it was. So I was just I like, it. awesome, cool. Um, so there was that. Um, I also located my pendulum in the same way. So it like made me laugh because I was just like, I'm using one divination system to look for to another. another. <laughs> nice. some divination. And then um, the third way that it's been very accurate, and I don't really like to use it in this way because, you know, like gender is such a amorphous, strange concept where it's just like, I, I don't like the whole gender reveal parties anymore. I'm like, oh, not God. thrilled about baby showers or whatever, mm-hmm. but there have been people that have come to me and been like, you know, I want to know the gender of my baby. And it's yeah. just like, okay. And I don't, and I don't want to do the, you know, the conventional mm-hmm. route or whatever, or like my husband knows, but I didn't want to know, but like, Hey, maybe like right. my clients know the Leonard Mondas. Hillary, did you bring the little cards with you? Because I used Kendra's vintage. Yes, that's so they, awesome. they don't yes. know it as Lenormand. They know it as the little cards. Hillary, did you bring the little cards with you? And so I'm just like, yes, I brought the little cards with me, you know. And so so we'll we'll use it as like, let's play, you know, like sure, let's try. Um, yeah. but I've like pretty much successfully predicted pretty much. Every, every kid that I've been asked about, is it going to be a boy or a girl? And like, sometimes it's almost immediate, like Mm -hmm. I'll shuffle and it's 36 cards. And like the very first card I pull is either the woman or the man. Or like it's, or it's like woman, man, stork. Or, you know, like woman stork yeah. or man stork or man child or woman child. And I'm just yeah. like, okay, this is ridiculous. You Take know? a picture. Take a picture. <laughs> no yep. proof. And you know, yep. yeah. 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 So that was like one of my, like, like for some first, one of the first like baby gifts that I give to them is just like, Hey, you know, like predict the sex of your child, you know, but, but I don't like to do it so much anymore because I'm just like, well, what if that child decides that that's not the, that's not the gender that they feel right for that. Or you, you get know? both I don't at like, the same time and you're going to be like, or you uh, get both of the twins, like twins jumper, perhaps twins, <laughs> like, twins? like a yeah, jumper or, or a jumper card, you know, yeah. like where it's, where it's both at the same time. So, but yeah, I mean, the, some of like, I've, I've located documents for my mom and she's like, you're a genius. Like, it's just like it's so crazy and I did a grand tableau for someone that's like super interested but like doesn't really do divination for themselves and so I was like doing the and I was following the line it's just like all right here's the heart all right here you are here's this okay so it's this and it's and then it's like she called me two weeks later and she was just like when can we do that again and I'm just like um well I was just doing that for fun and I'm actually a trained professional so you need to actually book time if you want it but seriously yeah so I don't know it's just so interesting to me like different divination systems and how they 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 work 
so mm-hmm. well for, for people. And sometimes it's like, a, like it's a match for a divination mm-hmm. system. And sometimes it's just like, nope, like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. This is not, this is not my cup of tea. Yep. <laughs> I just want to say it's awesome. with you on that. It's also good for dividing Christmas gifts if you guys celebrate Christmas or holidays where gifts are given. Or Yule. It's a great or any, Yule, any, it's, any Yule gift thing, or I mean any present gifting. Exactly. It's a great thing. I got the, hmm. the snake and the clouds, and it was something else. And I was just like, I think it's a scarf. Lo and behold, it was a scarf. Snake and clouds. It was soft. It was long like a snake. It was perfect. Huh. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> See, that stuff I can get behind with Lettermond. I like the idea of the the charging an item or Mm -hmm. something, you know. The activation. uh, Yeah, the activation bit, because to me, that's a little bit of like, you know, spell casting to me or smack spell casting. Yeah. So those give me a little bit more easier ways than, you know, because I I am somebody that kind of shies away from the I need to know and I need to know it now, no matter what. Mm Mm-hmm you know, prediction style stuff, because I do want some of that flexibility. I do kind of like the idea that I can change it. And, but to learn a system, you know, yeah, you got to find the ends and the ways Mm -hmm. that'll make it fun. So thank you. Yeah. I love the card. I love the card combinations too, where it's just like, you're giving concrete examples. It's just like, it was this and this, and this is what it equaled. Yep. You know, yes, like saying exactly. cloud, like saying cloud and snake to me, I would, I would not have been it, but like to you, it coalesced, coalesced into scarf, mm-hmm. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know? And so it is talking about the system in such a way and working with the system in such a way that you become fluent in that yes. system in such a way that it's just like, maybe you would not necessarily like, that's not a keyword or card combination no. that would show up no. in any book. Mm-mm. For example, Mm-mm. but you, because you've been working with it, yep. it coalesced in your mind as scarf. Yep. So, yay! Woohoo! <laughs> so, I think with that, I guess that really wraps us up at this point with mm-hmm. our Dirty 36 introduction woo, woo, and chat woo. and some examples. So, yeah, that's we're, we're that's it. We're naming the episode the Dirty 36. The Dirty yeah, 36. Actually, I was going to I was thinking introducing Leonard Mon the shit starter, but yeah, either one works <laughs> or the for Dirty me. 36. Yeah, whichever. Both, yeah, it, the show notes will have both so you can all <laughs> all all of our 14 listeners can now listen see that. Um we'll have show notes at the end with V's address everybody else that we know and love that we've kind of mentioned here tonight and mm-hmm, a few extras mm-hmm. that have amazing toys and, and gift in things for you to learn and read from. <laughs> and thank you all for listening and being with us today. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Bye thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast. You can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com. And please send us your questions at cardslingerscc at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.